Hello everyone I hope you are doing well we are back with another episode of Blitz Business I hope you will enjoy this podcast Hi Rajat thank you so much for joining us at Blitz Business it's a pleasure to have you Thanks Ashish likewise uh... Wonderful. So let's get started, Rajat. So Rajat, if you can tell us a little bit about yourself first. Sure. Uh, my name is uh, Rajat Bora. I'm the GM for uh, Renault's Tents uh, for India and South Asia. Prior to this, I worked with uh, companies like Shell, Samsung, and uh, HP uh, with a total experience of about twenty-one years. Uh, education front uh, i'm a computer engineer from dc delhi and i did my mba from faculty of management studies delhi uh i was born in chennai my father was in the indian army so moved uh, every two and a half years to a new location new school new friends uh, so adaptability and confidence probably came in a little early in my stint on the personal front uh, i'm married uh, by one wife two kids uh, my son and a daughter combo my son is in grade 12 and my daughter is in grade 9 oh that's lovely that's lovely to know rajat so how was uh, you know uh, um, how um, difficult or easy the transition has been from let's talk about from your recent um, shell to renault spends i think uh, uh, you know i'm a firm believer that you, if you understand and if you have the right traits of leadership it is a matter of time to understand the products uh, the business model because i was leading the consumer business uh, as my last stint uh, in in shell uh, so the fundamentals of consumer insights uh, remain the same though it is still very different because If you look at Shell, it's an influencer-driven category business. When you look at uh, Pens, uh, you know it is completely a consumer-driven category. But I think the fundamentals of business still remain the same, which is uh, availability of products uh, for our consumers, mm-hmm. uh, ensuring that we have the right quality of products, uh, hitting the right strategic intent that we have uh, from a portfolio perspective, and uh-huh. uh, give the confidence to the consumer. So I think. Uh, Uh, that's one so fundamentals of business i think remain the same mm-hmm. leadership attributes i think uh, that's something uh, uh, which you learn and improvise on uh, every month every year every day uh, uh, the only piece i would say that uh, you know culturally uh, uh, the good part is that the organizations are very sim- similar so i think the value systems that i have on my personal side Uh, match up with uh, both the organizations, my my previous organization and my current organization. So, which I think makes it uh, simple. Uh, the I think the the only time that it takes is for you to understand the products, uh, the technologies, uh, which I think takes a bit of time for for uh, any individual to get a hang on. Uh, which I think uh, took a bit of time. Uh, Two to three months to get a complete hang of portfolio to the market potential to where we are the competitors, mm-hmm. uh, but otherwise I think business fundamentals, leadership attributes uh, remain the same uh, across organizations. And for me, the blessing was that culturally, uh, you know, both the organizations are fairly fairly uh, similar in terms of respect for people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, collaborative way of working, uh, growth mindset. So I think those levers were very similar. 
mm-hmm. which which helped me with a very easy transition absolutely i think culture is uh, plays a, a very key role and uh, and transition also becomes much more easy and uh, as you said so so rajat tell us a little bit in terms of the journey and growth of uh, prenols pen in india what has been so far sure so i think uh, uh, i'll probably start from a quick view of the industry so the industry uh, from 15 to 19 has been growing at about 4 4.5% uh, cagr growth uh we had uh, you know in india we were through a through a licensee agreement till about 2015 uh then we came back again uh in in 16 and with uh, you know a sales and distribution agreement and in march 2020 we actually came directly into india uh with 100% direct presence Uh, so we have an r&d center uh, based out of chennai we have a manufacturing uh, plant based out of chennai and we have a full fledged sales and a marketing organization which includes sales marketing hr uh, you know quality sourcing uh, the entire works for us i think uh, if i look at uh, the last uh, 18 months uh, you know this industry has uh, been impacted to a large extent uh, purely because of closure of schools and the prime pg being being the school uh, children uh, offices have been closed so a lot of office stationery has seen a decline so the industry was at a decline of about 40% uh, but when you look at this year we are on growth over 2019 uh in the last 18 months uh, basis market share reports uh, from market pulse we've gained our share uh, uh to 5% plus and uh, this is predominantly happened uh, for three reasons one i think uh, was very clear growth in our distribution we actually grew our distribution by about 70% we entered uh, you know e-commerce and modern trade uh, business where we were we had negligible presence and third i think uh, we launched new products uh, we launched a couple of new categories which help us to uh, feel this growth Mm-hmm. so help us understand what is your market strategy how do you operate how do you push your products okay so i think the way we work uh, so you know when you look at the consumer uh, and look at the awareness level renolds is uh, rated pretty high we are at 84% share of awareness uh, <clears throat> and what we are known for is is the quality of the product uh, very smooth writing experience uh for us i think the biggest uh, ecosystem has been to ensure that the product is made available for our consumers all across so the first thing that we looked at was to ensure that we are present across retail outlets in the country and that's what i said we've enhanced our distribution which means you know our this retailer buying our product has moved up by 70% so i've added you know close to 70% more retailers who are selling renolds today what they were selling 18 months back number 2 i think has been very clear pillar of growth which is uh, the the growth on e-commerce platform uh, we weren't uh, you know we were present with minimalistic product across amazon right now with brainbees amazon flipkart we are present everywhere with our entire range the third lever you know on presence or market availability was the modern trade channel 
and today we are present in most of the modern trade accounts uh, in in India. Uh, when I look at South Asia business, uh, you know that's where we have looked at uh, appointment of uh, distributors in in countries like Nepal, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, Maldives, uh, Bhutan, and we've been uh, you know able to grow not only Renaults but also our international brands, which are like Sharpie, Rotring, Daimo. Elmers, yeah. these are brands that we are selling in these countries uh, through the network that we've created. Uh, the third pillar, I think, so one is obviously the growth within India across these pillars. Second is South Asian countries. And third, I think for us has been a very clear announcement of our portfolio. So, for example, we entered newer categories like HD markers, correction pen, pencils. These were categories that we were not present in till 2020. But in 21, we are present in these three categories, which has also fueled our growth. Okay. So how uh, the transition from, you know, selling offline to um, bringing the brand online, what sort of strategy worked best uh, for you guys in terms of what was your learning experience uh, establishing an online uh, brand or presence sales channel? So I think the the learning has been fairly uh, Simple one, I think, uh, you know, when you list a product on an online platform, it is very, very different as compared to offline because the amount of information that you need, uh, you know, uh, is is pretty humongous, uh, which I think obviously a lot of information was available in bits and pieces all across, which we collected and ensure that the first thing was to list the product. Second, I think uh, uh, when you look at our, our products, we still do not have channel conflicts because our category is a MRP driven category uh, mm-hmm. and hence we do not have any channel conflicts uh, right now between the channel because the pack sizes sold across the three channels are different uh, you know for example more jars are sold online as compared to what you would see in retail which is more a pack of mm-hmm. one or pack of five uh, the third thing I think uh, what you also see is you know, when you go through the the comments or when you look at the search engines, in the last three months, I think we've seen a lot of growth in that ecosystem, which also becomes a good good input for us from our consumers directly on what is it that they're looking at or what is working or what is not working well. Whereas when you look at the, the traditional channel, it is more you go with the trade input uh, rather than the consumer input. So I think that was another big learning. And third, I think with, with the, so just to give you a perspective from an industry standpoint, about 7 to 8% of the business uh, happens online uh, from a stationary category mm-hmm. perspective. Uh, and, uh, you know, we were negligible, obviously, uh, but then again, it has started mm-hmm. to give us the right uh, growth element. And we also believe now with, you know, with especially the younger generation moving more towards online purchase. Number two, because of COVID, a lot of classrooms and all that have become online. Uh, it has become a way of life. So I think we've ensured that our strategic intent has moved from traditional investment to digital investments, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, we revamped our entire website uh, uh, you know, to, to give a perspective to our consumers. And third, ensuring that all the products are available across the platforms for our consumers to go and buy. So I think uh, 
these are the outputs basically the learnings that we got uh, by being uh, by investing our time and energy on the online channel uh, so i can uh, fairly assume i mean uh, you believe uh, the digital will play a significant role um, not just during this um, uh, as pandemic uh, sort of comes down but in the future also in the next coming 5 10 years yeah so absolutely so i think you know to give you a perspective and that's why i stated the the kagger growth of the industry i don't think so and this is my own belief that the kagger growth in india is going to go down uh, in the next 3 uh, to 5 years uh, especially with 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 the uh, you know the literacy rates going up uh, but you know uh, from a digital perspective so one is usage so will classroom stop and will everything go to digital the answer is no Uh, schools will still exist classrooms will still exist and and probably you know it's a matter of time that things are going to be back to good old days but what will happen for sure is uh, you know the from a search perspective from a inclined perspective people reading newspapers to seeing critical news on on digital platforms uh, using you know social media as as one of the big pastimes with those things i think for the consumer reach that is going to be drastically far more than the tra- traditional atl way of uh, letting your consumers know so i think from that perspective you will see a sea change uh, happening in the country and uh, we are seeing traits of that in the last couple of years so how will uh, or how do you plan to differentiate yourself from the other competitors um in a, such a scenario of in digital world so i think very clear we are known for for great products so our centricity is going to be product led second i think innovation uh, as i told you because we have an r and d center so uh, most of our products are are innovative products uh, because i cannot be a me to uh, being a late entrant in certain mm. categories Mm. uh so it is innovation led completely product centric known for quality other base fundamentals of us reaching to our consumers one of the fundamental things as i told you is how do i ensure that as renolds i am able to give all the product categories from a stationary standpoint minus paper and notebooks to all my consumers so it is mm. i was known for pens mm. so i'm going to be now you know into correction pen pencils erasers geometry boxes premium pens metal pens to you know <clears throat> markers to glue sticks you'll see the entire spectrum of products being available uh-huh. uh, the other thing i think that we are also looking at is you know in school i would still say that it is going to be more uh in a short span of time everybody going back to school mm-hmm. but when you look at the corporate world i think it could be a hybrid model for some more mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. so we are looking at an ecosystem where i could fulfill the end to end requirement of a hybrid working at home absolutely from a stationary standpoint so you know whether it mm-hmm. is so that's that's those are two separate tgs and that is how we intend to tackle the two separate tgs 
uh, I think fair enough. I think uh, uh, we are also seeing same thing in, in sort of our company wherein um, uh, people are much more comfortable in a hybrid model as of now. Maybe it will change in future. Uh, who knows? Uh, but I think uh, um, for the time being, I think that is the way forward. So, um, Rajat, you mentioned about your R&D center. So, walk us through, you know, uh, for our listeners, what is the, what is the process? How do you sort of um, identify what are the new item categories or SKUs you are launching? What is the process you follow to launch a new product, let's say? Well, I think there are three things that we predominantly look at and in no priority. Hmm. Number one, you know, being a global organization uh, present across uh, most of the countries in the globe, there is a lot of input that we get on the categories uh, available uh, beyond India. That's number one on the writing side. Okay. Number two, I think uh, we surely look at uh, what is happening in India and what is our belief, uh, you know, next three to five years, what will India look like from a stationary standpoint? Mm-hmm. Third, I think, is complete product innovation that we look at. So, for example, you know, I may not be in, in just as an example, say, in a whiteboard, mm-hmm. in a small mm-hmm. home-based whiteboard. Mm-hmm. You know, if three years back, how... You know, would anybody realize that we should have a whiteboard at home? Uh, the 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 number of consumers looking at that product would have been minimalistic. Mm-hmm. But when you look at today, it is going to be a big segment today. Absolutely. Right? So one is we look at what is happening in the market. We look at, you know, if there is anything that we are missing on. Third, you know, innovations that we have available globally. How do we bring those into India? Because we feel that in the next two years, that is going to be a few things. For example, you know, as small as tip sizes of a pen from mm-hmm. a 0.5 to a 0.7, uh, market moving from roller ball to gel to roller. So mm-hmm. if roller was, you know, uh, X percentage, it has become 2X where ballpoint, which was the biggest category is, is going a little slow. Right? Mm-hmm. So we look at all those judgments, look at what my portfolio would look like from a product standpoint, look at my entire global strength that we have across products and countries and portfolio, and then look at getting those products into India with India for India innovation that we may need. So a couple of questions coming to my mind, Rajat. So which is your biggest market globally? US. US. Okay. And you mentioned, uh, I mean, you take inspiration from the global trends within your organization for different categories, which you see. Uh, Is there sort of, uh, if you can pinpoint some certain categories of product, uh, which you might require to do customization, if it makes sense, you know what I'm trying to say for India specific market where you need to do uh, specific to India or is it uh, the global trend follows uh, within the Indian market context also? No, I think so. Uh, we do two things. One, depending on the need that we feel exists in the market, it could be a, a product launch or a product extension into India. But if we feel that the product, you know, there is no demand in the market that we feel could happen from a consumer search perspective, there is complete customization that is done. It's a We've created new brands in India, uh, which have gone beyond India. Mm-hmm. Right, because uh, we've created new, complete new innovative products. I mean, it could be as small as a colorful, retractable double ink pen, 
to mm-hmm. those are things where you know we we customized launched mm-hmm. india for india and then a few of them have gone beyond india got it got it and when you mention um, us is your largest market so um, um uh, so how does it work i mean in terms of compared to india i mean um the kind of um, population the kind of uh, in terms of sheer number of uh, education institutes or uh, people studying uh, in terms of your tg which is i assume will should be uh, bigger in india so um, what are your plans do you see foresee india overtaking us anytime soon or no no so so i think uh, no so let me just give you a perspective uh, mm-hmm. when i am talking about global market i am talking about newel brands Mm-hmm. the the name of the organization is newel brands and renault right. india is a subsidiary of newel brands so we have mm-hmm. multiple brands under in only if i look at writing side mm-hmm. we have papermate sharpy elmers dymo rotring these are all our brands right right so if you look at sharpy uh, uh, elmers mr sketch rotring these are these these brands uh, from a scale perspective and and the economic uh environment of the organization is far far higher in the us okay uh you know you don't sell anything which is which is worth 10 cents in in the us but you do sell mm-hmm. something in india because of the market and the demographic uh environment that we have in the country mm-hmm. i don't think so we are uh, looking at uh, being closer to the us soon mm-hmm. uh but yes the intent from india perspective is to to look at leadership position in times to come got it and uh, are there any uh, ways where india team is uh, they provide support to your global teams uh, to the other uh, newel brands oh yes so so when you look at the india r&d center mm-hmm. they do india for india they also do india for globe so there could be a product which is the complete r&d would have happened in india and the product would would be launched somewhere in in say latam or anywhere else in the world and you know the product may not be even launched in india hmm. number 2 our plant does a lot of exports into other countries so the plant that we have in chennai uh, mm-hmm. does export a lot of products uh, outside of india Okay. So within India, you have a lot of R and D setup and exports happening from India for other parts of the countries in the globe. Got it. And one one interesting thing, Rajat, you mentioned in terms of how from I think from gel pen to ballpoint pen, the sort of the trend sort of shifted. So, what is the any specific reasons you are able to identify the shift in demand? I mean, how do you uh, uh, identify these sort of trend shifts uh in the market okay so one i think uh, you know the tg shift that we've seen in the last decade hmm. right especially within the millennials and and probably kids in the range of uh, 10 to 15 uh what we see is ease has become more important as a feature right than the other attributes of the product and we know that gel from an ease perspective is is a notch higher 
Number two, I think uh, what we've seen, we look at the past data also. If you look at the past five years, mm-hmm. we've seen a bit of shift happening. Uh, and our own belief is that basis the past data and our view on the consumers within India, we'll see that the trend shift will be faster and quicker in the next five years. So your popular product has been, I was going through, uh, has been like Trimax. So what, where do you see in the next uh, five years or so? Uh, you can answer category-wise or product-wise. Where do you see? Uh... Yeah, so if I give you Trimax, Trimax is a roller pen. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, roller amongst the three categories within India is the smallest. Uh, ball is the biggest and then gel and then roller. Uh, but Trimax, I think, as a as a category is doing very, very well in India. Uh, it's hit the right nerve with the consumers uh, from a writing experience perspective as well as comfort uh, long writing now with these three attributes i think we believe that that is something which is gonna grow exponentially because i firmly believe that roller category in the next five years is gonna be far far bigger so the industry is growing at four percent the roller is gonna grow at double digits And hence, what you would see in, in, in rollers is going to be various tip sizes. So you have a 0.5, you have a 0.7, you may have a 0.8. So you'll get into various new categories for the consumers. To People, when they move to roller, then they would prefer a thin tip or a little broader tip, you know. So you'll see a lot of innovation happening on the tip sizes when it comes to roller as a category. Got it. Um, and... So I was just wondering, so um, uh, in terms of uh, as things are moving digital, a lot of us, including myself, you know, the habit of writing has sort of reduced um, uh, significantly, at least for me or within my circle, what I'm seeing, right? I mean, we do write in terms of on our whiteboards, etc., in offices or at home. Uh, uh, but is it the right perception? I mean, I'm a very small, uh, like from very small sample size, I'm saying, <laughs> is it the right perception? I mean, uh, the writing has overall um, sort of has decreased. Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you two, three different perspectives around this. I, I, I second that view. Uh, if you look at the last 18 months because of COVID, uh, yes, writing has gone down. But what has also happened is that writing, you know, an art and craft from a passion and a hobby perspective has drastically gone up. Mm-hmm. So on one side, you have people who probably while working from office would have used a pen or two in, in a mm-hmm. week or whatever, would have drastically gone down. But the same set of people who've got into art and craft, doodling, you know, probably writing uh, has also drastically gone up because people have the time and the energy to really live uh, their passion and, and, and their hobby. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I look at the positive side of COVID, I think has been that a lot of consumers have been able to step up and say that, okay, fine, if this is what I wanted to do, let me go ahead and do it, whether it was music or writing or whatever. And within writing and art and craft, we've seen a sudden surge in, in, in the demand in the last 18 months. Mm-hmm. Uh, second, I think uh, from a TG perspective, when I look at uh, students, right, that's where the decline has been far more. Mm-hmm. Because a child going to a school would obviously have a notebook and would write on it. Uh, 
would lose a couple of pens here and there. That has gone down. But now with back to school happening, I firmly believe it is going to come back to track. It is not that that audience is going to move to digital. Hmm. Okay. Uh, but their buying could still be digital. Their, uh, you know, time investment and in social media could be very high. So if I need to have my TG get more into awareness or anything, I think digital would be the medium. But when it comes to going to school and writing, I think it's, it's just a matter of time with a lot of state governments already opening up schools. Hmm. Uh for people like us uh, going back to work, uh, will we create that culture of, you know, making meeting notes uh, in our in our diaries or using a a slate or using a pad or using a mobile phone? I think we still have a lot of people uh, getting into the category of writing. Uh, but when you look at millennials, yes, there the shift has been maximum, where you know, people, the usage has gone down. And that is why with the growth in population, mm-hmm. with the growth in the education system, this industry is only growing at 4%. Mm. So that's one of the reasons uh, uh, because you see a shift in digital. But again, you know, I personally don't foresee that the growth numbers would would go down any further for the next five to seven years. Got it. And Rajat, from your perspective, uh, maybe two points to this question. From your perspective, what has been the, uh, what is the sort of the biggest challenge um, of operating in this business? And the second part is, uh, at a personal level, uh, what has been the most challenging aspect? I think uh, from a business standpoint, You know, I think getting the entire ecosystem uh, married right from sourcing to supply chain to execution to availability of product at the counter because, uh, you know, a large chunk of market is between 5 to 10 rupees within India. Okay. So challenge, uh, you know, I I would not say that as a challenge, but I think operationally to get the end-to-end ecosystem in place, and ensuring that the product is made available to the last mile uh, is something which was because that was a very clear strategic pillar for me to ensure availability of product because I have higher share of awareness. So looking at that, I think this was one of the things that that I would say we personally invested a lot of time as a team and ensured that we could we could succeed. So obviously, with a very clear strategic imperative, working as as a team. Uh, and then obviously you get into operational challenges, you know, something would work, something would not, but getting that whole thing engine as a imperative work and ensure that the availability of product is done, I think uh, was one of the things that we thought, uh, obviously it has its own challenges, but that was good. Personally, I think, uh, uh, for me, I would not state that as a challenge, as I told you, I think for me, it was a pretty smooth transition because of the understanding of the business. And so it took me a bit of time to understand the category. Mm-hmm. It took me a bit of time to, to understand the products in the category, because then I also, you know, before I could think and have my vision in place uh, or my strategic thought, I wanted to understand what would the market look like five years down the line. Right. Now mm-hmm. That I think for me, obviously it took time. Uh, mm-hmm. 
but i think apart from that uh, leadership to organization culture to understanding consumer i think those were 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 was i think probably an easy transition Uh, wonderful wonderful uh, uh, so rajat uh, uh, which one or which which are all your favorite pens or stationery item art and craft <laughs> so i think it it again depends uh, because we as renaults we do not have a complete art and craft range today mm-hmm. uh, but within pens uh, we've seen you know uh, quite a f- few people doodle with the racer sporty uh, mm-hmm. we've seen uh, if you remember the white and the blue traditional 045 pen mm-hmm. a lot of people making uh, you know uh, regular portraits uh, using that pen uh, we've seen a lot around uh, you know sharpie being one of the brands being used in the country from an art and craft perspective uh, uh, sharpie is our international brand uh, which is right. uh, in the marker category uh, <clears throat> I think uh, in the times to come, once we launch the newer categories in the marketplace, uh, which will have its own respect of innovation uh, across those categories, a lot of them are going to be in the space of art and craft. Got it. So, Rotring, for example, is 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 an art and craft product as well as technologically, you know, on the engineering side or architects, uh, a lot of them use Rotring as a product category. Uh, Uh, that as a product is also being used uh, cutting across both art and craft as well as high end technology we've seen pretty good surge on 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 that as a category also great great uh, uh, wonderful rajat i think uh, it was really a pleasure to talk to you and understand you know all these different dynamics of how market is moving uh, i think it was really interesting um, anything uh, you want to add rajat uh, for our listeners No, nothing at all. I think uh, uh, from a market perspective, pretty confident of India, you know, growing at more than uh, the required uh, category, and we are all prepared to ensure that we cut across all categories in India for our consumers to give them a great product which uh, they would enjoy using, which will have innovative technologies behind. the ecosystem so that it is helpful for our consumers and they enjoy the writing experience great thank you so much rajat for your time it was a really uh, a pleasure talking to you thanks ashish likewise cheers have a good day take care thank you for listening we will be back with another episode of blitz business stay tuned